0: DMP episode 23, Um, it's your boy Matt, your boy Alex, we're recording this evening after game one of the finals, Bucks-Suns, Suns took game one, but before we jump into that, uh, Matt, why don't you tell me what the hell song that was, that felt so nice coming in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, probably my favorite one off of this new uh, Tyler the Creator album, That's hot wind blows off of his new album. Call me if you get lost, Uh, obviously uh, featuring Lil Wayne love when, uh, when Wayne pops out and gives us a a nice unforgettable verse like that. And yeah, I mean, you got drama talking on the intro. He's talking his shit throughout the entire album. It's pretty much just like a gangster grills album. So yeah, I love it. Have you heard the whole album yet? I did when it came out, but I haven't
0: gotten back to it. Um, Mm -hmm not because I didn't like it, just I haven't really sat down to really give it a time to listen through. Um, I didn't expect his style to be going back to sort of his like hard hitting rap. Um, I was a big right. fan of like the flower boy Igor times. But yeah. from what I did here, I was a big fan and fucking drama coming out <laughs> with his toes, hanging out with his toes, <laughs> hanging out and eating French vanilla yeah. ice cream.
1: Feed me French vanilla ice cream.
0: <laughs> such a weird flex, like, Step the ice cream game up because <laughs> <laughs> it's ready that good
1: French vanilla
0: like getting on. fed <laughs> to me
1: by a beautiful woman yeah uh, I think that song's fire Wayne dropped a, a lyric about having his feet out drama had his toes out on the beach I guess that's the new Flex too but
0: hot wind man
1: yeah I'm here for it there was a few songs on the album that I really fucked with that one and then lemonhead with 42 Doug was really good um but like you mentioned i I definitely prefer um the sound and like the whole catalog of igor and flower boy much to this yeah. album but it had some gems
0: excited to see him in uh what october cross islands he's been uh oh he's a headliner yeah long overdue for someone i've wanted to see so it'll be, it'll be a good time
1: yeah i've never seen him live now that you mention it and i mean that's like his main thing is like his live performance so that'll be fun i wonder if he'll yeah. bring the igor wig and throw it on in between sets
0: I, I wonder too because i feel like he's very like theme-based performances where totally like whatever i'm promoting i'm going to just play that album and dress that part Um exactly. he did it with like flower boy and igor um i fucking hope so it's funny though i initially thought you know my my knowledge of Tyler the creator shows were probably gonna be like mosh fits so, like, <laughs> <Right. laughs> so yeah a few i would i would stand- have been like i'm staying away from that i'm not trying to fight little 21-year-old blonde-haired kids yeah, Uh, (laughs) for sure
1: yeah dirty skater kids but uh yeah i would i would stand in the back if i were you just for uh for safety and sanity's sake that's for sure
0: for sure um but yeah interesting uh game one got a lot to talk about on that um just kind of set everything up bucks lost 105 to 118 um Suns were kind of in control the the whole game. I think the whole news going into it was, what is Giannis going to play um, after that hyperextended knee? And he looked as close to a, like his normal style as he would, given like only missing two two games, um, for how serious he thought that injury is going to be. Um, so yeah, it was good to see Giannis get out there, play 35 minutes and put up somewhat normal numbers for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, Giannis looked healthy as hell. He couldn't have looked any healthier than he did tonight, in my opinion, especially coming out in the first. He was doing the same Giannis shit, backing people down, just using his strength and and his speed. And, yeah, I mean, when you go out there and get 20 and 17, it's hard to complain. I think um, if he was able to, to play a little bit more minutes, maybe it could have made a difference. But, I mean, all in all, he looked good. He looked healthy. They just didn't have enough firepower.
0: Yeah, he came out the gates. They ran an alley for him. And if you would have threw that down, that would have been... Game probably would have been a little differently.
1: Um, Right. He got fouled on that play, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah.
0: And he had that nasty chase down Chase down. So, yeah. Healthy as hell. Um, Just goes to show you how fucking hard he works.
1: (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Incredible first game from... uh... Oh, absolutely. Just the way he's able to get his body to where it's at. I mean, it's that much easier for him to recover from... No matter what it is, just fatigue, rest, injury, whatever. Like that body is chiseled out of granite and it's made to recover. So, (laughs) um,
0: what were you saying? I think I I lost you.
1: Oh, incredible first finals appearance from Chris Paul, father, (laughs) uh, the the point god, father time, just came out balling, making a statement. Yeah, I,
0: (sighs) it's so fucking annoying. I'm so glad I'm not a Bucks fan because Bud's lack of adjustments, like, so without playing like Monday Morning Quarterback, I had sons and six. Um, mm-hmm. I might change that given, but Bud not making any sort of adjustments because like I'm just assuming they're going to play the switch basketball because he needs to play Brooke Lopez and they're just going to hunt out him, Pat Connaughton, Bryn Forbes, whoever, Bobby Portis, and Bobby Portis, and you know Close you're going to see friend. thirty points. <laughs> you're going to see thirty points a game probably from Book and Chris Paul every night. It's just like. Yeah. Chris Paul, yeah. For all the hate I give Chris Paul, um, he's playing very well and shooting in a way that you know I've never really seen him shoot before. Like, he's a spot-down shooter. He's doing, like, that LeBron step to the side where it's very selling it, but somehow it just, like, creates just enough space. Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, good on CP3, man. Dude, his mid-range game is just – Nothing like I've seen before. The way he's able to, like you mentioned, get to those spots with the sidestep and just knock down these jumpers in people's face. It's incredible. I mean, he went 12 for 19 tonight, four for seven from three. He was a plus 17, had 32 points, nine dimes. Like, he just had an incredible game. Yeah, he's Shout out to Chris Mike,
0: uh, a hurt hand. Droid body. His shoulder, right. his hand. He twisted his ankle tonight. Um, yep. He's 36, but yeah, I... He bugs the shit out of me still, but it, it's it's good to see him like really stepping up and being like he deserves a ring. I, I still think like he's frustrating. Yeah. He's an assistant principal, but dude deserves a <laughs> ring. and He's playing like
1: it. Absolutely, this is the type of guy where like if he would have got a ring in his second or third year, probably would have pissed me off a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, just because of like what a dirty player Chris Paul is, and nobody really says much because he's five nine. But after being in the league, what is it six? years and climbing to the top of this mountain and having the shittiest luck in the postseason out of anybody in recent history, it, it, there's something kind of uh, good-hearted and, and sentimental about him showing out. And hopefully, I mean, I, I'm rooting for the Suns, Suns to close it out. I, I would enjoy uh, seeing those guys get a ring, especially with D-Buck pulling up in the in the 60s Cadillac today. I knew it was Suns and four when he pulled up in the old school. How many old schools does D-Buck drive?
0: So I've seen him... And that i seen him in the Grand Nash, the black one. Yep. I know he has like a more like early 2000s Impala. I've seen that like kind of yeah, fall around. He,
1: I want to say he has like a 96 Super Sport, 96, the, yeah, the super Tyrese Waist Deep one. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I know he's got one of those. God knows what else he has, man. But I mean, he always thought he was cool. I know he wasn't. Surprisingly, like on your list, but where like where does he rank on coolness and does being in a relationship with Kendall Jenner add to his coolness or take away from
1: coolness? So to your first point, just general coolness, I would say that he is he's he's up there. I would say, like, especially after this postseason run, he's probably clawing into like the top 20 in the NBA. There's some cool dudes out there. So that's that's a tough, uh, tough number to crack. And I would say as far as the Kendall thing goes, normally it would make it uncool, but because he's with her and he's winning and he broke the Jenner Kardashian curse, he turned it into cool.
0: Literally talking about that over the weekend. Like he's the first guy to, to break the curse and still do well with a uh, Kardashian on his side. But um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, man, I fucking love his game. I, I get fucking so off to, to mid range games, and it's just like it's it's so nice watching him just sort of like just slice like just destroy the defense and just pick his spots. It just looks so easy for him,
1: and he's so kind of such easy, a silky jumper. Um, yeah, Getting to the rim too. I mean, he he, does. he went ten for ten from the line tonight, and that was a huge difference in this game. Was the sun shot ninety six percent from the free throw line, and the one. buck shot. 50 yeah shot 56%. D-Block went 10 for 10. And him getting to the line like that, it's just it opens up so much more stuff for the whole team. Uh he can get hot starting from the free throw line. The basket gets bigger for him. He didn't shoot particularly well besides the free throw line tonight. He went 1 for 8 from 3. So that wasn't um a huge positive, but he still ended up with 27 points. Had a huge huge impact on that side of the ball. Um I thought he played great and I mean we didn't even get to DeAndre Aiden yet. Man does he get that
0: nickname the dominator yet do you think they've uh found him the dominator
1: i'm so still close going to, 20 to say and
0: 20 i was hoping he was getting that
1: yeah he ended up with 22 and 19 um definitely fucking dominated tonight still think it's a it's a doo-doo nickname um but i mean he he's he's living up to it to the title that's for sure i saw i tried to take a photo of it but it uh, came across my my TV screen too quickly, but they they had a side by side of him and Kareem, yeah, um, in their first finals appearance. Did you, uh, by any chance, get that uh, um the stat that they were thrown out? I want to say that they were like the only guys to come into a finals in their first appearance and have like over twenty points and eighteen rebounds or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think it was like twenty plus points. 15 plus rebounds and shot 70% from the field. Um, and the other yes, one they showed right. was 15 and 15 in their debuts. The last person to do that was Tim Duncan. So it was like Great Aiden, company. Duncan, Kareem, Aiden <laughs> and Kareem in their own class. And it's shit. That motherfucker can move, man. I was yeah. like, he's been he showing can. it throughout the playoffs, but like he is way more nimble and athletic around like just on his feet than I thought he would, that he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he just is always in the right spots. That's why he shoots at such a high percentage. And he's just such a good fucking anchor. Like it's very like Tyson Chandler ish in a lot of ways. I'd say like shoots at a high percentage, like he, he's not going to do much, but the difference is like Deandre is way more like skilled offensively. Like he's got good touch around the yeah. rim. Um, but like he can play in small ball lineups, and he can play like against those teams because he kind of can hold his ground on the perimeter defensively. So um,
1: he's got quick feet. He's athletic. Yeah. He's fast. Yeah, he's he's incredible to watch. I feel like we got didn't we get robbed of uh, a big chunk of his first one or two seasons? Didn't he get was did he get suspended his second season? Yeah, his
0: second season he got suspended for diluting
1: his piss. That's right. Uh, he pissed a, a little test. bit hot. Yeah. Yes. So, so we did kind of, uh, and then the pandemic hit the the year after, and I don't think that they made the bubble, right? Did no, they, they make did the make bubble? the bubble, but he—I think he also—they oh, went on a big streak. Yeah. yeah they so went, we, we went really haven't lost this. Yeah. They they showed out in the bubble, but we really haven't gotten like a huge, you know, good look at him on a national level. Unless you're really grinding watching Phoenix tape, <laughs> or you're a Suns fan, there hasn't been a lot of uh, DeAndre and stuff going around. So this is. I would say probably the first year where we get a full year from him. We're getting elevated game, the playoffs and he's got Chris Paul on his team now who, you know, un- you know unquestionably <laughs> has, yeah, has, has elevated him again, who he's seems like he's given more than enough praise to Chris Paul to go around. I, I don't much like it. <laughs> <That's enough. laughs> um, for real. And
0: Mikhail just doing Mikhail things, man. I am so jealous. He's on the Warriors, dude.
1: He is me too. He's, he's a, a fucking
0: perfect wingman.
1: Yeah. Like, he's what I wanted uh, Harrison Barnes to be, kind of, as far as, like, defensive stopper and really being able to do what he wants on the offensive end when he gets going. He's got some long arms, boy. <laughs> he caught – yeah, he does. He caught one or two oops tonight, too, didn't he? Yeah. I want to say he had he one could. in the first quarter where he kind of had to stretch his arms out a little bit and finish. Yeah, Chris
0: Paul had a nice little, like – uh, cutting dime to him, and he kind of like did not expect to get up that high, and right kind of lay with two hands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, I like him a lot. The last person I want to touch on. Obviously, we can give more credit to campaign, but Sarge <laughs> went down with the ankle injury, I think, which meant more time for my baby boy Cam Johnson.
1: Yes. Um
0: Now, great shooter, yes, but he played surprisingly very good defense in the few possessions that he had on Giannis. He had a strip, he did. fouled him when he needed to um for a guy whose two biggest draft weaknesses was he was old and he's weak like he surprising a lot of people and and making people like validate that 13th overall pick a couple years back um and so it's gonna it's gonna be good to see him get some more run i don't know how much pain Dario will be in but i don't expect to see him much throughout the rest of finals
1: yeah, me neither. He went down and it looked like they were going to throw Kaminsky in for some uh, extended minutes. And he played, I think, three minutes and they ended up going with that small ball lineup with Cam Johnson. And they switched to his own for a little bit on defense. Um, but yeah, Cam played great. He definitely held his own on on defense, which I was kind of expecting uh, then to mix him up a little bit. But yeah, he came in. and I think he banged a three like instantly right when he came on the court, uh, made a huge difference. And yeah, yeah, he played great tonight. He'll he'll sure. definitely end up seeing some extended minutes over this series, depending on uh, Sarge. Yeah, and then but over to the, the Bucks, injury.
0: man, motherfucking Bud, uh, Coach <laughs> Budenholzer. So, like, I think the Phoenix Suns roster and lineup really exposes the Bucks for not being that good of a defensive team. Like, you got mm. PJ Tucker can really only stick on what jay crowder and yeah jay crowder did not make a point he did not make a bucket tonight and like middleton's a solid defender drew's a solid def- a very good defender but he can only guard he's either only guarding chris Paul or, or d book and bud just has him switch every time so you run a few plays and next thing you know you got brooke lopez on chris paul and they're not gonna do anything to switch off of it and he just gets his lunch taken
1: yeah Eight. Fucking annoying! <laughs> I'm so yeah.
0: fucking. i was so frustrated watching it. Like, yeah, Bud's do got enough Keep letting this him? happen.
1: And the worst part is, is they reached the finals this year, so that's more than enough to secure Bud's job for another year. They're not going to can him if they lose the finals. And, and it's it just going to be the, the same Hawks. shit.
0: And it's the more reason to to not steer away from this adjustment. And it's like clearly yeah. Monty Williams is making these adjustments. He's like, all right, let's just eat them up all night, build mm-hmm. a lead, and we don't have to worry about it. Which is exactly what they did in the second half. Yeah. Um, and like the bucks are lucky. They went on, they shot very well down the stretch, even though being down by like 20 points, almost mm-hmm. knowing how the bucks have performed in the playoffs. Like they're not going to have games like this, where they can hit, you know, a couple threes back to back and, and cut down a lead. Um, they're going to shoot seven of 42. Like they normally do one game throughout the series and they can't afford to do that.
1: Yeah. Yuck. And they were throwing the ball away a lot. They, uh, the Suns won the turnover battle. I think the Bucks had like 14 or 15 turnovers. The the Suns didn't even get into double digits. So just all in all, the Suns played a much tighter, uh, tighter game. The Bucs were a little bit sloppy. Yeah. So I don't see it get getting, getting past six. I'm still calling Suns and four. We'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like Drew Holiday didn't shoot too well. I'm looking at his stat line he only at 10 points, shot 28% from the field. Like right you got to assume he's going to step up a little bit more. I'll be interested to see how much Brook Lopez contributes. Um, if they hold his defense, like he had 17 tonight, he's had a couple really good games as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but you saw him not played on the stretch and like, they have nothing for him. If he's, if they're not going to stick him on Aiden.
1: Um, Yeah. Where are you going to hide him? You can't,
0: you can't. Crowder will yeah. eat him up, which is crazy to say. Um and, and Pat Connaughton, just looking at the names on this, the depth on the roster, <laughs> he fucking stinks. I don't know how he has uh, gets minutes, twenty eight minutes to be at that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's bananas that he plays that much. Bryn Forbes got into foul trouble early. I don't know if that really uh, dictated him only getting twelve minutes, but I mean he's not that much of a difference maker either. Jeff Teague came out of the grave and played a few minutes tonight. But yeah, <laughs> their 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 bench is, uh, their bench is icky, <laughs> terrible.
0: Um, yeah. So Giannis thought, shot seven of 12. What are your thoughts on the counting thing? Do they still do it throughout the, uh, um, yeah. throughout the playoffs? Talking
1: about, talking about the free throw countdown when he gets yeah. the ball, the, the away crowd just pumps in the, the the shot clock for him. I mean, I, I loved it in Atlanta. I think you got to keep gotta keep rolling with it. I don't think that's something, especially in the playoffs. If it was the regular season, I'd be like, all right, chill out. It's getting a little bit old. Switch it up, get creative um but yeah in the postseason i love it you got to pull out your best shit and i mean he went uh yeah seven for 12 from the free throw line so not not a terrible night for his standards but i mean not great either i like yeah. it
0: they gotta do something at the end of 10 i feel like because it, it sort of loses it's like trickery if you just like
1: 10 11
0: and he just shoots it like
1: yeah you're getting 11, bigger, like a and 12. Or sound
0: or like an air horn or something like that like
1: I would enjoy that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, so do you have a prediction? I know it's we should have done predictions prior to the start of the series, but what do you say? Sons and what?
1: Uh, I'm going to go on the safe side. So I'm going to say sons and five. Sons and five? Not Suns and four? No, not not the guy <laughs> who punched a old boy in the face. I'm going to go sons and five. I think the um, honest and crew will be able to – get it together and muster up at least one win back in Milwaukee, but I don't think it's going to be much more than that. I'm going to go sons and five. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'd say six. Um Yeah. Yeah. I The bucks will win. I think they can steal a game in, in Phoenix. I think they can obviously win game at least like game three or four in Milwaukee, but I'll be shocked if they can, if they take it to seven, I don't know. I just, makes yeah. is too solid, man. If one has a bad game, there's so many other weapons that they have. Whereas, like, the Bucks need Drew, Chris, and Giannis to all put up, like, 15-plus points for them to
1: get wins. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was thinking towards the end of this game. Just looking at the lineups being like, shit, like, they Milwaukee really has to click on all cylinders to steal a game. Like, nobody yeah. can have a bad game, whether you're on the offense or defense. Like, everybody has to play well. And Phoenix has guys that can pick up the slack. I mean, I know he scored uh, exactly one point tonight and went zero for eight from the field, but Jay Crowder has been known to to go off from time to time. Like he could have a game where he scores in double digits or even twenty, and he can pick up for somebody where they leave off. Campaign has been able to do it. Cam Johnson will probably get hot and and have another good game. Um, so I just think Phoenix is too good as a team, and they're uh, they're clicking at the right time. I mean, shit, Jerry Crowder had, like,
0: 20 points in the closeout game against Eclipse. Like, he's one of those dudes, he's yeah. hot or he's very cold, and he's going to have at least one game where he hits a few threes. And, yeah, man, it's – Phoenix, man, they are fucking
1: good. <laughs> they are. And the, and the funny thing about Jay Crowder is, I mean, he did – just watching the game, you could tell that he made a huge difference and did play well despite shooting terribly. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had 1.9 rebounds and a block. And he had the highest plus minus on the team with plus 19. So
0: Boss man, 99 baby. <laughs> gotta love these, uh
1: yeah, gotta love these analytical nerds. Oh <laughs> uh, they they love the old plus minus and, and he led them tonight.
0: Um so yeah, man, it'll be it'll be a good series. I I enjoy all the random storylines of like no one's played in the finals game except for Jay Crowder, who played in six games last year. Um, mm. you know. Chris Paul getting a, a ring, potentially d book getting a ring, or on the other side, Bucks and Drew Holiday getting a ring will be tight. Um, two teams yeah. no one thought would make it to play each other. Um, and for those who complain about the league being too top-heavy and too much LeBron, like, this is what you get.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's still weird to, like, look down on the court and see the the finals trophy logo and have it be Suns-Bucks. It's like, wait, I got to like double take every time. Like, holy fuck. I got to pinch myself. We're really in the finals. Like the right. these two teams really made it this year. It is crazy.
0: Yeah. Old man yelling at the clouds a little bit. I wish they would not wear like the Valley jerseys all the time and just like completely change their team to the Valley. Um, not to say I, I con- like their whites and purples. I actually really like the orange ones. Um, But yeah, it's just, it just bothers me a little bit. If you're looking at like, the NBA historically and you just see like the Valley on the court. It's just like, yeah, what the fuck? Get that candy ass shit out of here, man.
1: I hear what you're saying. And I was going to bring this up. Those are one of the alternates that I actually do enjoy.
0: I like them too, but I don't like how it just like completely changes
1: the court, life, the jerseys, image. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Valley boys.
0: Yeah. It's just like save that shit for the regular season. It-
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. There's, there's something about like, having like the timeless classic stuff in the finals because it's going to last forever way more than game number 47 in the regular season right yeah i mean i'm sure they'll scrap the valley jerseys next this year
0: (laughs) and you know nike's just going to turn out more shit and yeah it just it bothers the old man in me who wants to see home team in white a white team in colors. <laughs> you old fuck one alternate <laughs> nothing else yeah
1: see that that makes me wish that we could go back in time and the warriors made the finals when they had uh the first iteration of sleeve jerseys Those where yellow ones <laughs> and the the bottoms had pinstripe i think and the tops didn't it was the weirdest collection of uh of a uniform i had ever seen probably the ugliest in NBA history uh, those are
0: up there with like the gold Sacramento Kings, like oh pu gray sleeve Boston Celtics ones, and like yeah, those stink. Those great Dallas Mavericks ones. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. With like
1: Josh I actually Howers fucked with those, those ones. Team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Antoine Walker might have done a year with them on, in those ones.
0: I know for a fact Eric Dampier played on those teams <laughs>
1: <laughs> for, for sure. Maybe Van. I think Van Horn might have worn those too.
0: Had to have. Uh, while on the topic of Nike destroying jerseys. Um, mm. Our resident baseball fan you, how are your thoughts on the Giants Ooh. new little uh creamsicle
1: looking thing they put out the other week over the weekend? Uh, oh man. P.U., uh I think they're disgusting. I was uh as much as I dislike baseball, I do enjoy all sports merch. That's kind of where I uh, I draw the line. I think that kind of shit is fashion and I and I enjoy that, so I'll I'll wear anything that looks good. I don't I don't really care. Uh, the team or the affiliation or what have you and these ones are horrible like they they are really gross I would say the only redeeming part about it was the way that they marketed them and they used yeah uh, good old Larry June and uh, and Pilo were, were part of the, the marketing of them which was really dope um, but it's unfortunate that they did it for probably the worst baseball jerseys I've seen yeah I mean we can both what agree your take? like
0: we can both agree Nike's like the best brand, right? In just general sports. Yeah. But fuck do they bother me when they when they take rights for, for professional uniforms and they just do this shit. Like, just shove new jerseys down your throat um, and new concepts. And like, that's great in college. I mean, obviously I went to Oregon, so I have had jersey alternates shoved down my throat for the last 10 years. But every game every fucking game but like it just
1: i'm looking at pictures now and it is like so so give give a give the listeners a little bit of a description if they haven't seen them they're they're pretty much all white with orange being the secondary color right yeah so it's definitely
0: taking a uh, foggy golden gate bridge theme to it um so like on there's each a big ass, there's a big ass G on the front left side it's like at your breast and it's hate that yeah it's very like deep dark green or orange all the way down to like a faded out white at the bottom it looks like some like kid picks like photoshop editing um i'm assuming that's supposed <laughs> to be the fog <laughs> and then on the sleeves it's like going from the armpit in it's like the, the like arches of the bridge and then like the top of the golden gate bridge and there's like that same visual of quote unquote fog, and it's like a brighter green than I think most Giants fans are used to. I think it seems like a very bright fluorescent green. Why do I keep saying it green? Is. Orange. Orange. Um, yeah. I'm having a bad day today, boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just don't. Uh, yeah, they don't wear these often. I don't fucking like it.
1: I'll say I do. Like the idea that they had with incorporating like the fog and the bridge, I just don't like the execution of it or the fluorescent uh orange that they picked. Like you mentioned, if it was a different kind of tone of orange, I really dislike the G on the tit, I think that does not look good. Um, and the hats are just candy ass. I don't know if there's any other way to put it.
0: Yeah, I didn't even mention on the hats, they like on the side, there's like that same. Bridge. Bridge column, yeah, pu. Um, yeah,
1: I won't be getting them. No, if if they were fire, I would I would have uh, I probably would have bought a jersey or a hat, but um, yeah, they don't look good, so I will not be purchasing. Sorry, SF Giants.
0: I will say the only reason why they might be getting any buys is because of Pilo and Uncle Larry. I can't imagine anybody's like, all right, if they could make these things look fucking cool, two of the coolest guys in the Bay Area, like correct maybe i can rock this thing
1: that's the and that's the only uh nod that i i give the giants for that that was a genius tactic because i damn near almost bought one just because of those two fellows even though they're they're terrible i'm like oh man they gotta be kind of cool if they're wearing them but
0: right and not even talking about the all-star game jerseys those are equally as hideous but that's for another conversation yes um so the other news that we sort of got derailed with hideous jerseys but um there's a little bit of ESPN drama dipping into the start of this game. So it was what, two days ago, Rachel Nichols was trending. Um, and was it a hot mic or was it's like it.
1: The recorded someone, uh, phone conversation, I believe.
0: A recorded phone conversation where she's talking to someone who is some form of business partner with LeBron. And she's discussing, um, you know her co- her colleague Maria Taylor, and how she just got um, recently promoted or, or tapped on the shoulder to anchor the free the pre final show. That's the show with uh, Jay Williams, Jalen Rose, and Adrian Wojnowski.
1: Um, right, but this is also going back. This this uh, conversation was recorded a year ago, and she was referring yeah, so to was for the bubble Maria Taylor getting the job for the bubble. So and I have the, the quote here, uh, if you want me to read it, yes, that Rachel it. Nichols was, uh, was recorded saying. And she said, "I wish Maria Taylor all the success excuse me, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy, long time record on diversity, which by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You're not gonna find it from me or taking my thing away. End quote.
0: It's unnecessary. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like it and, does seem unnecessary to me for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people, when you see stuff like this come out, you expect it to be a little bit more of like, you know, curse laden, like rants and tirades, like with a cursing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like a little, it's just like little jabs and discrediting her colleague who's much better than her. Like Rachel Nichols is good. She was solid with like the Jalen, with Paul Pierce and them. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Rhea Taylor deserves it. She's deserved all the roles that she's been given. Um, She deserves a high salary and should rightfully demand that. And I didn't expect it from Rachel Nichols. Not that I'm like team rachel nichols but i think the worst <laughs> part about it was her like whack-ass apology on the jump yesterday where Trash. she pretty much just like set the stage for kendrick perkins and Richard jefferson to, to to apologize for her um so stupid like that was the worst part you know on top of like what she said like she had her moment like it should have just been her on the set talking about it and not to say like i'm really sorry and then pass over to Kendrick Perkins. Let's let these
1: black guys make excuses for me.
0: Yeah. And like, it was,
1: yeah, that's the frustrating
0: part. Yeah. And (laughs) rightfully so she got yanked from the silence.
1: Yeah. And like you mentioned, the frustrating part to me is like, it, it would be one thing if they gave some unqualified person, her job, Maria Taylor is really, really good at what she does. I remember watching the 2018 NBA draft. That was the first one that Maria covered. Um, and I was like, I really hadn't seen a lot of her work before that. And I remember watching the whole draft being like, dude, she is unreal. Like she's really, really good at what she does. All these players are comfortable talking to her. She asks great questions. She's a former athlete. She played college volleyball and hoops, I think at Georgia. Um, so she's way more than qualified to be doing this job. And like you said, she's probably better at this point than Rachel Nichols is at it. So she does come off as just like a hater. I understand the point of view of, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm not doing bad at it. Why would they replace me? But the person they're replacing you with is better at your job than you. So that's kind of like what it comes down to. She just sounds old and bitter. Um, and the, end, the other part of the quote that I don't have up here on the screen, but I remember reading it was LeBron's, I guess, pseudo business partner, or whatever you want to call him. Had said to her on the phone, "Yeah, between, uh, what was it? Between me yeah. too and Black Lives Matter, I'm just exhausted. Like, what <laughs> kind of thing is that to say? Out of the whole phone what conversation, what kind of conversation
0: are you guys having to begin with? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you got all these guys coming to their defense. And I understand that these these players, like these ex players, uh, Kent, like you mentioned, Perk and Richard Jefferson. I think Stack Jack was quoted." Uh, kind of sticking up for Rachel Nichols. It's like they're almost missing the point. She can be good at what she does and be good to you, but still be wrong. And she was dead wrong. And she is kind of, I mean, she's not necessarily paying for it because she didn't get suspended. They just took her off this assignment.
0: Right. And the worst is like, I'm sure while Maria Taylor was coming up, like she was looking at Rachel as like a mentor and someone to like get her to the point mm-hmm. where she's at and to hear her, you know, I mean, I can't imagine the the halls at ESPN in those studios aren't, like, massive, like, especially when you're focusing on one sport, basketball. I know Maria's got, you know, um, football. football as well. But, like, I like the way Maria handled it. Just didn't say much. Just kept doing her shit. Kept doing her job. Like, let just just do the stuff well. kind of happen behind the scenes. And, um, like, I think you made a good point early on about, like, she they just connect better with the league than than Rachel does like yeah. Rachel connected really well with LeBron um the news today about her connection with Jimmy Butler is a little salacious we'll see how much that goes and yeah, Jimmy um, Butler
1: was clapping cheeks and. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: like I mean her and her and Maliki Andrews are are, are taking over and Taylor Rooks. Um,
1: yeah, I was just gonna say between the power three, Maria, Taylor, and Malika, she Rachel's not gonna have a fucking job. These girls no, are rising stars. Like no one's
0: trying to listen to her and fucking Mike Greenberg talk in the morning. Like, no. Last time they did that, we had Jay Williams making up stories about KD. Like, we're not <laughs> listening, no one cares about them. Yeah. Um yeah, so just like I hate these reactions to these things. Like Stackjack, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. He's trying to make a point, like, let us have our chance to take these, like. Like, so what if we got it for diversity? Like, let's just, like, be on that side of the house for once? Like,
1: no. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't get that either. I don't know where the hell
0: he was coming from with that. Like, he needs to get Cormie Brown over there to to tell him to
1: shut up again. Yeah. Stop
0: smoking weed, punk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, playing cards all night. Yeah, he was he was rambling. He wasn't making much sense. But they also just had Rachel Nichols on all the smoke. So I think he was also kind of trying to save face. Um on that front but i don't know man like these these three uh like young women of color that we just mentioned between maria taylor malika andrews and taylor rooks like they are the it girls um as far as this job goes and i'm hoping that they will just completely phase rachel out in the, in the next few years because they are better at what they do and they have a bigger following so yeah they're more
0: Up to date with what's trending, they can get to more um, access with these players. Like Mm -hmm. reminds me like Ahmad Rashad when he was just like (laughs) locked in with Jordan. Um,
1: Yeah, it's true. It's a good um, comparison.
0: Taylor Rooks, I mean, she won an Emmy for what she did in the bubble, Um, and sort of like the only one getting those connections.
1: Um, So like, yeah, these players want to talk to them. Like they 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 with them. They make they they resonate with them. I think Taylor Rooks might've done an interview with uh, not a great example, but with Tyler hero, like last off season, and he was like (laughs) freestyling during the interview boxing. (laughs) How do we almost glaze over that? You sent me that DM on Twitter, I think last week. So switching gears here, there's a a video that came out of uh, Tyler hero uh, training with a, with a boxer in his spare time. And it is by far the worst gloves I've seen it
0: like i'm in no way a boxer but just to to watch him throw these like slow ass (laughs) wide punches but then also like flex the camera afterwards and getting a mix of like hoops highlights and all these people like tyler hero working working and like all this like shit (laughs) it's just so it's just so fucking weak man because i do remember that video of him freestyling with with taylor rooks It was like on a boat right yeah it was oh my god
1: yeah and i mean yeah he was more than comfortable to talk to taylor rooks she was connecting with him and i mean you're definitely not going to see rachel nichols get that kind of content out of him no they're like "Eh, yeah and it reminds me actually i don't know if you remember but uh during the season, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson had a, a really good game and got interviewed after the game by Rachel Nichols. And he had said something to the effect of like, I almost got to like pinch myself right now. I'm getting interviewed by Rachel Nichols. Like I'm a big fan of yours. I grew up and she kind of gave him some tood. She was like, all right, man, well, give me a good answer then. Like, what about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just, the more I think about it and the more shit that comes out about Rachel Nichols, she just seems very, very entitled to uh, yeah. this job he's losing that fastball whatever the hell it is yeah
0: whatever that would be um but yeah i mean malika from oakland um yeah. you know always love the locals but yeah dude i'm i'm all for them staying on espn covering the games um gotta get some of that on on inside the nba i know we got candace parker on some of the off nights um, she's great but yeah uh, i'm all for it keep it up peoples absolutely um other news, just to kind of chat on, is college players can get paid now, um, which is yep. massive for, for all. The, uh, the battle that we thought would never work out in favor of the players, of should they get paid, should they get, not get paid, um, went to the Supreme Court. And as of last Thursday, July 1st, um, the NIL bill, which stands for the Name, Image, and Likeness Bill, um all d1 college athletes can take endorsements from sponsors and get paid finally so big applause to them um the second it got announced barcel opened up an endorsement office players got yep. all sorts of uh endorsement signing like you love to see it like Merch. i it just makes the old white men and ncaa just Dabo. steam and get red in the face um So yeah, it's, it's a good time for the, for the players, um, long overdue, I'd say.
1: Totally. And they deserve it. I mean, all all these schools and people that work for the schools are profiting off of all this work on their back. And now finally, it's a cool kind of way that they're able to break off these players. You're not going to be able to give a player a fucking salary at a college to play for you, but letting them capitalize off their name, image, and likeness, it's a good start. And, um, I think you were mentioning before this, that, uh, university of Miami is, they, they found a sponsor, right. Um, well, that'll offer like a $500 a month contract to all their players.
0: Yeah. So, um, a, and the, what I was going to mention before that is like, it's hilarious too. Cause it's like, I guess when you think of endorsements, you're like, Oh, someone's going to get like McDonald's and like Kia and like all these brand names. It mm-hmm. just all these local like auto body shops and shit like offering them a couple thousand dollars, which makes it so much more of, like why do you care? Like why does it matter if if like yeah
1: let them go get it
0: if 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 like Marcus Mariota is taking on a like Eugene like Honda as like an endorsement like let the right. man get paid
1: yeah um, a local MMA gym is sponsoring this guy
0: <laughs> so like a local MMA gym commits four five hundred and forty thousand dollars to the whole Miami team so every player is going to get. All the scholarship players. So it's not every single player. It's just the 90 scholarship players will get $6,000 annually.
1: Right. Which equals which, out to 500 bucks a month. And yeah. all in all, it's basically a donation, not a donation, but they're paying the team 540 racks for the year, which
0: yeah, it's like pretty good. Right. And what's fucked is I was looking to like some of the timeline of, of this happening and like the NCAA was doing all they can to like, counter this bill up until july 1st and try to catch people and like counter sue it. it's like give these kids a fucking break man like you're not paying them like they're not you're not they're not even coming out of your bills like out of your pockets right
1: you're they still giving control whole,
0: like they're at academics and this and that like i don't know it ain't, I'd love to it ain't see it. enough <laughs> it ain't enough um so, so got me thinking. so what, mm-hmm. you might have the same question i'll let you go first
1: oh my bad i was gonna say where do you stand on giving reggie his heisman back
0: by all means get it back to him
1: after after this past I've seen yeah. and not that it's a great comparison but I've seen people on the internet compare it to people that are locked up for weed should be freed because it's now legal should they give Reggie Bush his Heisman <laughs> back because now what he would have capitalized off during that season is valid <laughs> not the best comparison but you know oh, I, get it. You.
0: I get it it's a very like retroactive um, yes exactly yeah <laughs> I mean, how could you, I, like, I know they're working tirelessly to do it. and It's just like, why shouldn't you reinstate it? Like, he he did whatever punishment and work that he had to do to show that he's not this, like, scoundrel of a human, like, for trying to, you know, pay some bills, and help his family out, and, you know, drive a few cars here and there. Um, <laughs> Who's counting? But, like, there's hundreds if not more, of players who have taken something and gotten caught and they're not cr- like, I hate that it's a crime or considered like some sort of crime. Like It's so stupid. It's not a fucking crime. Like, like hey, we, we had these rules. You don't really qualify for these rules. Um, you, you're, you're back in the books. And that should go for the Fab Five. That should go for anybody that really took any sort of um, compensation because I mean, why not? I think that that should just be wiped out of the history books.
1: I completely agree. Couldn't say it better myself. What were you going to ask?
0: I was going to ask you kind of on the whole, like looking back, like who do you think would have brought in the most from endorsements?
1: Oh, wow. What a good question.
0: Thinking of some big names. I have a few that come to Um, mind, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Putting you on the spot here.
1: Yeah. I would say my mind like directly goes to college football. I oh, mean, yeah. I know, obviously, they, they're the most watched. They make the most money. I would say right off the bat, probably Tebow and Johnny Football. I feel like they would have been raking it in. Like, nobody was bigger than Tim Tebow when he was in college. And for that one year that uh, Manziel won the Heisman, like, he was all anybody talked about. So, right, right off the top of my head, those two, obviously, Reggie Bush. I mean, he made his, his coin anyway, but those would probably be the top three that I would think of. What about you? So I,
0: I, always, I always like thinking, would Tebow accept it or would he give some bullshit? Like, I can't accept that.
1: Tebow, yeah, let, you're right. Yeah. Tebow probably wouldn't have <laughs> took the money. He, he would have donated it.
0: I can't imagine <laughs> Tim Tebow being like, hi, I'm Tim Tebow. Come down to Tallahassee Honda. And, uh, <laughs> um, Cam
1: Newton is the one that came to mind. Oh, fuck. You're right. Cam would have been rolling in it, and he would have let everybody know about it, too. Right. Same with like Jameis. He would have been a big like, I will take yeah. anything. Um, <laughs> crab Leg. He would have got sponsored by Joe's Crab Shack. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: crab Legs Winston.
0: Um, but yeah, no, it's it's good to see. I hope they get Reggie back in the books because like you can't talk about college football without
1: mentioning Reginald. So best college football player I've ever seen.
0: Give that man his flowers.
1: Yes. What about NCAA basketball? Is there anybody that comes off the top of my mind that would have been able to capitalize off this in a big way?
0: Reddick was the first one that came to mind. Yeah. Um,
1: he would have made a lot of money.
0: Yeah, Reddick. Psycho T comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, he would. I Just because
1: he was in college for so fucking long. Like, for
0: so, so long. He's white, Like plays hard. He'd, he'd be some like... Carolina. Fucking like low-budget Gatorade sponsor yeah um, powerade yeah <laughs> um definitely zion very recent i think oh, all those dude guys like the, granted they all got paid but like Kyrie's <laughs> tatum's right. um but Ant also players who and edwards oh for sure yeah he, he would have been sponsored was. by like fago <laughs> <laughs> why do you think he went to george are you pretty to all those players that went to like these like hometown schools or like shit like that there's there was money aside to it, like of, of course aside to it um, yeah, little Wiseman, exactly um but yeah i know it's it's good to see players get some get some dough i feel bad for those that like should have got dough and their life Missed has taken the yeah their life just did not pan out to what they thought they would be getting um that's a real fucking bummer man um because you got so many guys just working random jobs that could have really used Five hundred dollars a month, and maybe even more, depending on how good they were. Like, it's just a damn shame.
1: But yeah, and most of these guys aren't even going to be spending it on themselves. They're going to be sending that directly home to pay like pay bills or whatever they need to back at home when people are struggling. So yeah, I don't yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to like change the fabric of mainly college football. But yeah, I'm I'm interested because you got to imagine more people are going to want like. Not that they don't recruit well already, but University of Miami is going to be that much more of a place to go in this day and age, not just for the fucking turnover chain, but now you're going to have like that 500 a month guaranteed. If you get a scholarship there,
0: dude, it adds such a different level to the recruiting game. Cause now you got to get sure. these random ass local businesses in that conversation. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. dude, cause I know what this MMA dude's doing. He's like, I'm getting in with Miami now and I'm going to be,
1: their oh, go-to sure.
0: sponsor. They're going to give me something in return because I'm help recruit kids and stuff like that. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm <laughs> very excited to see how the next couple of years pan out. Um, and any chance you can get to sort of, you know, rub it in the NCAA's face and make them mad, uh, sign me the fuck up. I'll be in the front row watching this.
1: Agreed. So my, my question for you is um, where does Dion coach right now? Oh, like some coach, man. coach prime, Jackson state, Jackson state is division one, right?
0: Jackson state is yes. Division one.
1: So in my mind, like their recruiting game had already stepped up just for having coach prime, like in, in the, uh, in the program, but now with all his connections and everything that he's going to be able to provide for these guys to get paid, you got to imagine he's going to get some real high profile players coming to Jackson state.
0: Yes. I love it.
1: Like I love that it adds. doesn't that. want to
0: get money and work with prime.
1: Yeah. Play for Dion. Like he's going to plug you in with everybody that he knows from Florida and yeah. he's going to and get our stool.
0: If you want to be associated with them, like <laughs>
1: totally that. Yeah. That's going to be a big chain, game changer. And I, I, I hope that uh, that Jackson state just like runs their conference for whatever it would be five years to come with Dion at the head talking big shit every time. They signed sign Deion, like a top ten player.
0: It'd be sick to see Dion move up to like a powerhouse conference or powerhouse team.
1: That would be cool. Florida Coach State,
0: Prime, Florida State, or something like that. Yeah, yeah that would be dope. Um, but yeah, pay right, the players. So here's, here's a hard hitting question for you. I um, had this one saved to get you ready for the end of this pod. I hope you didn't see this today. This is a very good question. So I'm just going to read you this tweet. It's from Reese plus or Reese uh, cross is her little like emblem after that at slick Sista, She says, had this argument in a group chat, but I want to know the truth. Isn't it very tacky for somebody to eat the free bread as soon as you get it? And she took a poll. Yes or no. And I'll let, and I'll go a little bit further. She then replied to that and says, You should wait five minutes before reaching for the bread. If you're that hungry, you should have had a pregame meal. (laughs) And then she responded to all the poll results and goes, okay, I get it. Y'all are tacky and proud. So you're a, a king of bread. I've seen you eat Hawaiian sweet dinner rolls like marshmallows. by the pack pack. a 12 count of Hawaiian sweet dinner rolls just to the face um I know your answer but I would just I I needed to get your take uh, on this just just terrible question and just I I had to bring it up I don't know
1: (laughs) I'm I'm glad you did it came across my my TL earlier today because I had seen you uh chatting about it Uh, It was coming across my timeline. You were talking to our buddy Juan about it. And it took me a minute. I had to reread the the question of the poll like three times. I'm like, what fucking bread is she talking about? And then finally, when I connected the dots, the, the table bread at a restaurant, like, you know, my answer. Absolutely not. I'm going in there before the waiter puts it down. I'm probably just grabbing the basket from him. No butter involved. Just tossing the bread in my mouth as soon as it comes in preferably sourdough love to chip a tooth if i could um but but yeah i mean if there's no bread at the table i'm probably won't be going back to that restaurant that's what where the i stand with that a issue to pregame
0: meal like eat.
1: just just acting like a bang bang is is an everyday thing that you can do is ridiculous in its own right a pre-game also, meal. like
0: not to 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 like you know put someone in a lower class but i mean some restaurants the best thing is the fucking bread Like, yeah even at like chain restaurants some places have fire bread like the variety breads where you got a little like little breadstick a little like pumpernickel bread you get a little uh
1: cheesecake factory maybe
0: cheesecake factory a little like focaccia loaf, something like that like mm-hmm. absolutely i'm diving in there first i'm not waiting five minutes for if it's hot to get cold or for someone else yeah. to take the, the winning piece like no i'm not trying to eat yeah. the, butt of the bread Give me the middle slice. Give me the nice. Oh, you go for the you go for the ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not prepared to say that I eat the ass bread on this show, but yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm eating the end piece a thousand times out of a thousand. It's probably not the first one I'm going for, but I'm always batting cleanup on the bread, so I'll eat that too. Um, but yeah, she's got far too much pride to to wait five minutes just to save face and not look uh thirsty for hungry yeah back back for a better word um like yeah she she's a psycho and and i'm glad to see (laughs) yeah just looking at everybody at your table and judging
0: hacky motherfuckers yeah like
1: you quick bread grabbing ass (laughs) like what What? he just gave me the bread of course i'm gonna eat it especially (laughs) if it's warm bread
0: what's great is she got fifty nine thousand votes Ninety-seven percent said no. Three percent said yes. So that means fifty-eight thousand people were like, "Fuck no, it's not tacky." I'm hammering the bread, and her and her probably like seven friends were just like, "Yeah, no, go,
1: slick sister, go." Yeah, what? A, um, what a shitty group of people to go out to eat with. Couldn't be me. I just. This is what I love about Twitter.
0: Not. The fucking news, not the sports. I need these yeah. sort of conversations where the whole day just gets wrapped up in one tweet about is it tacky to eat bread when he, when it first comes out. Yeah. Also, to call it free bread,
1: like no, it's it's just the bread, man. Like, the, yeah, that's what threw me for a loop when she said free bread. I'm like, what am I missing here? But yeah, t- table bread, bread yeah, basket, the basket, what, yeah, whatever you want to call it. I like, I, I'm a firm. Uh, I have a firm stand that that Olive Garden is hot trash, but the breadsticks, delicious.
0: Yeah, like, it's rare that I'm like, damn, this bread stinks. Like, <laughs> I might not eat a lot of it, but I'm eating some of it. Like, it's I mean, bread, baby. Like, the best thing in the world. I was at a restaurant over the weekend, and it was a uh, French restaurant with a very good bakery. And they just laid out, like, breaded like a braided like loaf just right on the Mm. table and sat down butter I was like I was like if you're waiting five minutes for that you're a fucking loser
1: you should be sure
0: you're a nerd people come to this place for their bakery and you're you're playing some stupid rules about I don't want to be tacky
1: yeah there's no such thing as playing coy when bread's on the table like all bets are off yeah
0: oh man well yeah I had to bring this up because glad you did this is one of those that like gets me out of my chair and yeah, I don't know. I'll leave it at that, man. It's not tacky yeah. if you eat bread when it's free. It's not even no. free bread.
1: It's, it's part of the meal. Yeah. You pay, you're going to pay a bill at the end. Just add that into it. Fuck. I'll pay for bread if I have to, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, r- Hey, run that back. I don't want to see this basket empty. <laughs> <laughs> slip, slip the the waiter a five. Like, hey, like Anticipation, baby. Chewing the bread. Yeah, chewing the
0: bread. <laughs> like. Waving them over, yes, just right there, right there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm About, definitely we're down type to the end. To piece. Like, I'm definitely the oh. type to follow like the basket as it drops with my hand. Like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like that one, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. First pick, baby, first dibs on the loaf. Yes, sure. yes. Uh, um, bread boys, I have to change the name of this podcast.
0: The bread boys, yeah, brought to you by uh, Olive Garden's Free breadsticks Sticks, <laughs> yeah, brought to you by <laughs> Raymond's
1: Bakery in South City. Ooh. best bread in town
0: call at me um <laughs> and we'll leave it there. on that note
1: <laughs> yes
0: um, but yeah we got some uh some finals action we got the drafts coming up some special stuff coming around that we're gonna do some fun draft preview maybe do a little draft show um mm-hmm. and then some olympics talk and hopefully by that time we'll have some football stuff to catch up on but uh yes content is uh <laughs>
1: churning as content is
0: churning out these days um we'd love to hear from you guys if you got any questions um ideas topics we can discuss thank you guys for the Carmelone piece last week um mm-hmm. honestly happy to dive into whatever the fuck you guys want us to talk about if you want our terrible takes if you want our good takes about bread um mm-hmm. you know where to find us
1: yep absolutely Uh, but yeah we got two games game two and three before we record again and uh, we'll be recapping those for you next time all righty we'll talk to y'all next week all right i'm gonna go eat a loaf of bread peace to it